Hey everybody, thanks for downloading another episode of the Black and Gold Podcast. Of course, this is brought to you by Appalachian Commercial Real Estate, who's been sponsoring our post-game episodes for the last seven seasons. Now, Appalachian Commercial Real Estate provides professional commercial real estate services in the Boone area, and of course, they're licensed to work anywhere in the state of North Carolina. They provide leasing, uh, sales, consulting, appraisal services to owners and users of commercial real estate. And if you want more information... You can go to their website at AppalachianCRE.com. It's a nice looking website. And if you want to get in contact directly with President James Milner, the man himself, Charles, why don't you give the fine folks that have downloaded this episode that number to call or text? 828-719-0408. There you go. So played a game last night on the vaunted NFL Network and lost the game. Lost another one possession game literally in the last minute. And, you know, it's funny. Um, I say it all the time, but we don't talk <laughs> really between the game starting and then recording episodes. That's, that is just the MO. I mean, there are some exceptions over the years, but that's pretty much it. And so we get logged on here onto StreamYard and. <laughs> I already knew coming in, like, I, didn't, I don't really know what to say. And you, first thing you said is, I don't really know what to say. And it's it's an incredibly frustrating situation where you're keeping them close. You're keeping them close. Allow some explosive plays. Not getting off the field on third down. Um, here we are in the back half of the season, right? Start of the second half of the season with game number seven. And you think, you know, it, it just, it, it seems to me that our weaknesses are our weaknesses. And teams know that. We know other pe- teams' weaknesses and, and the weaknesses we have are our weaknesses. And our strengths are our strengths. So, disappointing. And you, you say it's exciting or whatever. I mean, it was. I mean, came literally down to the last two passes to see if this game was really over. But another example of of really not being able to take control of the game and put a team away. Yeah, you know, we can we can go a lot of different directions, AJ, and uh, we we can start by pointing out this play, that play, um, a stat, um, you know, a, a, a coverage, you know, a, a, basically an idea of how you want to play this game, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still struggling for words here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's never going to be just that one thing. A lot of things lead up to those plays that put you in that spot. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know if we want to play the game backwards or play it forwards. Um, you know, we, we got what we wanted. I believe at the beginning of the game, we, we scored first. Yep. And so, you know, what's, you know, we can give ourselves a gold star for that, right? We 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 did something that we haven't done in a little bit. You know, um, we 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 turned that page, um, but that was it. You know, that was the one thing we corrected. Uh, certainly, you got to consider that that Nate wasn't out there. 
but I don't think that was an issue. That wasn't why um, we we lost this game. I agree. Or or why we didn't win the game, if you want to put it that way. Um, he was out there and he ran well and he carried a lot of load and um, and it, it seems like we're to to a point. You know, I thought it was very interesting that there was you know that nobody else really played running back you know for the game except for a few snaps. Um, that we have we've gone completely away from what was a committee that we did last year into all right we're gonna give the same guy the ball a lot. Um, which I think has helped or, you know, I, I think, you know, it, it gets a guy in a rhythm. I think that's, that's what you can talk about, but it's also not the reason why we're winning or losing. Um, so it's, it's all these things. I think it's so easy to look and say, you know, man, that, that person or, you know, that particular position group is playing terribly. And that's the reason why, you know, it's not that you know there are flashes you know that it's there something is there um to put it together but we're not getting it all together it, it's you know it's really hard to put a puzzle together if you if you don't have all the pieces and i think that's just kind of where we are and we can't just go find those pieces in the middle of a season hmm. <laughs> uh i think that's i think it's right i think it's correct that's why they call you the world's most famous Ab state fan uh, but yeah, you know, after a while, you know, if, if you do something enough, it, it is what you are. And we, we actually talked a lot about this. I hate to say this, but we talked a lot about this on, on Tuesday with Vic, Vic Johnson about different places on the roster, elevating you to a point where you can put a game away. That was that was a theme. I think we talked about putting the game away, put, putting the game out of reach, taking over. And when, when we came into fall camp, man, this was our roster. This was our roster. And, and the reason I say that is because I think this roster is full of awesome kids and some really good players. The, the reason I say it is because now we're projecting for the final seven games it's not what dramatic thing is going to happen. It, it, someone's not going to swoop in and be Superman and, and save it all. This is the roster we have. So when we say, well, you know, this happened, you know, the secondary is going to be a popular one, you know, secondary just seemingly not, not playing well. But I, I, you know, I would say, Charles, I'd say that the offensive line, not having enough sustained drives, holding on to the ball and, Controlling the line of scrimmage, I think that's just as much to blame as anything. Uh, scoring right. twenty-one points against o- Old Dominion, it's not enough. Twenty-one is uh, not going to do it in college. Twenty-one is not going to do it. So you you can say, well, look at that secondary. Look look at that secondary. I'll say, where's our five to ten minute? Ten minutes is a lot, but where are our sustained drives? Even if we're we're driving downfield into the red zone and. I know we're hating on field goals or whatever, but my my point is, where is that? Where is that controlling of the line of scrimmage to say, we're going to keep your defense on the field, we're going to wear you down, we're going to do what we want to do, and we're going to control our possession and put points on the board. That's there's a failure to do that yesterday. And I'll, I'll say this, um, I you know I like you know obviously mixing in the positives. I mean Joey Aguilar played a heck of a game yesterday. Um, 
what little I could stand from the <laughs> the broadcast crew last night. Several comments ab- about some of those throws that Joey had. He he hit um, Christian Horn right out of bounds, just in a perfect window uh, for for a big gain. Uh, I think in the second half and several, I mean, several different throws. I mean, I'm, I just listed one, but where's like, holy smokes. If Joey's not on point last night, if he's not on point hitting some of these big first down grabs, you know, that, that could have been a much different score, honestly. So we're just not a team right now that is putting, I mean, we're not, we're not putting, t- we're not putting another teams away. And I prompt, you know, you know, hang on a Bible. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to kick this back up or say you're wrong, Charles, or anything about that. But I'll say from my perspective, I'll tell you how I feel. I'm not trying to make a. No, it's fine. I mean, that's, that's what that's what this is here for, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> we are our own therapists. So I I feel like in a way, we do make other teams that we play look good. Like we 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 give them competitive games and we we keep it close to teams that that sh- maybe shouldn't. Um, Old Dominion playing us down to the wire, ULM playing us down to the wire, um, Coastal playing us down to the wire, you know, all these keeping teams around that to me, there's a, there's not, I'm going to say, I know, I know enough players on this team and they know I respect them a ton, but I think there's a, there's an element missing on the field of hop on my back and we're, we're going to get this done. You, you can have, there's, there are a few of those players, but I think if you want to pattern this after, not pattern after, but if you look at the, the mix of what makes other programs successful in the past, I think you have more of that. You have more of that. Now this is, this is how we take over game and put it away. This team hasn't learned how to do that. And I I thought for the most part, um, Coach Ponce, you know, in in the plays, I think they made sense for for the most part. We did have some big drop passes. Um, did the flea flicker call make sense? Uh, so I was texting Graham Fisher about that last night, and if that's a clean, if that's a clean toss from Kanye, that's a touchdown. So and it, so it was. So there you go. I mean, so that is that is the perfect example of what we're talking about right now. Yeah, we're trying to at least elicit out of this is that the play call could be great, but if you don't execute it, you, you look at it the other way. And it's like that was why are we doing this? We're moving the ball. Why does that have to happen so early in the game? You know, and so I, I think that's where you get the back and forth, and you, you get the the part of this that that we can't understand is that. Perfect play call. It's always a perfect play call when it works, right? But when it doesn't, that's where the questioning comes in. And, I think it's fair. Yeah, I think it's you fair. know, and and I think you know, of all people, and and maybe this is why it worked. You know, this is why it's a good idea. You know, I never in a million years thought that Kanye Roberts would be the guy who's going to pitch it back to to Joey. Um, you know, to to you know, on a flea flicker. I could have seen. I could see Nate doing that. You know. Um, I don't know why I think that, I mean, Nate just looks a little bit more agile, you know, able to make a play like that. We kind of, we've seen more of him, you know, we've, you know, this year Kanye had carried the ball 30 times. Yeah. And then he was at 26 last night. I mean, yeah, I think it was, that's a, that's a significant type of, you know, change in workload. Um, that's why it surprised me. We didn't, 
you know, other backs didn't play. I mean, if you if you want to take this back to you know, like the secondary, like I mean, I think they were told to do a certain thing. You know, they were they were they were told we're going to play off, we're going to let it all happen in front of us. We're not going to let them have big plays, and that was the decision that was made, and we played to that the whole game. The problem is, is that ODU knew how to read that like a glove. Whether yeah. it was the, the option keep by the quarterback who just wanted to go get his seven or eight yards and get down, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't want to get twenty; <laughs> he wanted to get down. That was a that was also their plan that was working, and. When we didn't have enough guys in the box, he handed the ball off. And there mm-hmm. was nowhere, there was nobody in the vicinity to catch that running back. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever, whichever one it was. I mean, 5.7 a carry and we averaged 3.5 a carry. That is not App State football. Mm-hmm. That is not. We we have never been a team that just let it, just gets gashed on the run and can't run it ourselves. So we're not playing to who we think we are. And if you can't do that, you, you, you're trying to find an identity that is not yours. Mm-hmm. And never has been at this program. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, you know, let me be the uh, you know, let me be the pompous you know, at fan who doesn't give the other team any credit. I'm going to do everything. You know, I, we don't need to be losing the ODU, and don't need to be losing ODU. And I was like, there's not, there was nothing on that team. There's nothing on ODU's team that made me say like, oh. There was nothing scary about him. Man, what a great team ODU is. Uh, I didn't, I mean, it wasn't there for me. And and again, this is this is the difference, I think, between having a team that knows how to win, how to put games away, and those that don't. Those that don't. Um that that becomes a thing. You know, I I saw somebody sent me a text last night, um, that uh, uh, sent me a tweet last night. Darrington Evans said, I wish these guys knew what it felt like to be at the top and stay on the top. Cause there's nothing that feels better. I saw that. I saw that. And I think yeah, that, everybody's that like, it yeah, does hurt. Yeah. Everybody feels that way for these guys. Everybody. Because we, like, we have, we have like, there are two choices. You can give up on, on the team or you can pull form like crazy and say, yeah. we want these guys on the field to experience success. We want them to put these games away. We want them to know what it feels like to be peak app state winning championships. And, and the, but the, the implication there from Darrington is it takes something. It takes something. You got, you arrive there. You don't just wake up and win a game and say, oh, this is what it feels like. No, nah, I mean, it, it takes, it takes a, a long time to, I shouldn't say it takes a long time. It takes something. It takes a journey. You, you do ultimately arrive at a place. You don't just wake up and have a three game winning streak and say, oh, this is what it's like to be App State football. No, nah, man, it takes a championship. It takes, it takes manhandling opponents. It takes being um, a feared entity in in the league. And right now, we're not. We're not. We're teams aren't scared of us. No way the our remaining schedule should be scared of us. Does that mean that we'll, you know, that we can't win those games? No, of course, of course, that's not what that means. Because we can win. We can run win the rest of the games. But who who on the schedule is looking to say, "Oh man, we we got App State on the schedule." By the way that they're playing, man, we look. You know, I, I don't see that. Um, I, I get some 2013 vibes right now. It's yeah. like everybody in, in late 2012, right? I, you yeah. Know, everyone smells like blood in the water a little bit, and they're going to get their shot. And they're not going to apologize for it either. 
Yeah. Uh, I, and that, and that kind of, and you know, that year hurt too, mm-hmm. because I think we could look back, you know, we weren't doing the pod then. Um, but you know, I think those conversations are very similar. Um, we said to ourselves, we got the pieces. I think we've heard that a lot this year. We have what it takes. It's there. The talent. Why is it not coming together? But like, for whatever reason, it came together against the Georgia Southern team at the end of the year that we had no business beating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, so, so I think that just puts, you know, maybe there's some perspective there. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. I don't think I, it, it doesn't make us feeling better. It still doesn't make us feeling better, you know, to, to have to yeah. reminisce about one of our worst years we've had. Um, yeah. And, and, I, and try to draw comparisons. But um, So I actually get, um, man, I, it, that felt a lot like a, and you know what? And before I came down here, I even thought just, the, you know, it's it's fun to use comparisons and, and say, oh, this is like this year. It, when the reality is Vic said it this week, every team is different. You know, right. He played in, he played on five seasons every. So I'm not saying, oh, because this happened in this year, this will happen next year. That's not what that means at all. But I but I remember 2012, we didn't have the best offensive line. Right. I'm not saying we we had some good pieces. We had you know, Kendall Lamb on that on that line. We had um, Graham Fisher on that line. So we had some good offensive line pieces. Offensive line wasn't great, but we had really good skill position players. We had, you know, Tony Washington, Jamal, um, Jamal Laundry Jackson, Stephen Miller. We had. We had some dudes that could perform at a at a high level, but it really relied like they needed to have a really good game. Like Joey Aguilar needs to have a really good game for us to be competitive. And yeah, uh, yeah, it, a B plus game. It, I think that's the real problem. I don't mean to interrupt you, but like a B plus yeah. game is not going to be enough for this team. We yeah. have to play out of our minds to win by yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, and so, go ahead. And so no, no, no. It's it's good. So I'll, I'll say, and I'll be the bad guy, but I don't know if the pieces are, are – I don't know if we have the, the pieces. I, I think a linebacker, I think Andrew Parker is clearly the one that stands out. I know that uh, Nate Johnson is is technically listed as like an outside linebacker, but he's like a pass rusher. He's He is crazy good. It was like a coming out party for him last night. He was – I mean, we've known he's good. Right. Holy smokes, he he played awesome. And that that kid's got a little dog in him too, so – what a great sign that is. But as far as linebacker and and, and our, our secondary, man, I just don't know. I think defensive line and guys like Nate Johnson, Marcus Clark, Santana Hopper had a friggin' good game last night. Good job for for Santana. But th- so that that worries me. Uh and then and then also that, you know, I'll say it again, man. I think our offensive line is is not going to take over a game. That doesn't mean it's Annie bar the door. Right, it doesn't mean like, oh boy, here we go. Joey's going to get hit all night because this offensive line. That's, that's, that's not what that means. It just means we're not taking over. And to win this league and to win this division, you have to have your line of scrimmage like control the clock. You have to have that, and we don't have. And that, and that's, I think that's why we only scored twenty-one points. Um, we couldn't sustain it. And I thought a silver lining last night, I guess, was. We didn't. I think we had only one self-inflicted, like big penalty, but that we overcame it. And um, I think it was like a big, it was like a big second and fifteen or whatever, and we overcame it and converted. Yeah, we I'm, did. I'm, I'm, offensively, yeah. yeah. Offensively, that's what I meant. Um. So, but yeah, man. It, I mean, there's only so many times on on a show where you can say, "Well, I'm just <laughs> right. what a bummer," right. right? Because I know for a fact. 
and this isn't unique to this staff or this roster. Every roster everywhere, you know, but I don't care about everywhere. Every roster in App State history, every every year, every program, because um, every if, if we're going to take Vic for what his word is, every year is a new program. Man, they 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 want to win so bad, and the fact that they're we're just losing one possession game and not able to turn up the heat and and keep them down and keep and demoralize the other team. You know, when I think back to those mid 2000s mid 2010s i don't know the teens when you think about the teens at app state it's demoralizing like it was demoralizing it was an easier league it was easier to do that so i'll i'll i guess put that as an asterisk but um not not seeing not seeing that is weird you know yeah what um do you think that a uh, second one play where Joey fumbled was a big play? Oh, um, was we that in the second half? The second, yeah, the second half. We went from second one to third and eight. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're kind of catching me off guard. Yeah, yes, I do. I know, I know, yeah. I know. I could, yeah, yeah, I do. Why? What's up? No, I just think that was like you know. I think that's an example of kind of the, you know what we we're the positions we're putting ourselves in sometimes. Yeah, like. Yeah. We, you know, we had a big play to, you know, get to second and one. I think the clock was very important at that point point in time. And, um, and we just don't get, you know, the play that we need there. And we, and we make it like a little mistake. Like for instance, like in this game, we had three fumbles. We didn't lose any of them, but we still had three fumbles. And like, that's, that's like a sign that like, Hey, um, that's a big deal. And we got to be better. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I agree. I mean, that was with <laughs> um, that was that was with. Uh, I didn't go to third and eight. I went to third and six. My apologies, but um, that was with like less than five minutes left in the game. You know, yeah. like I mean, we we could have yeah. killed the clock. Uh, we had the lead, um, yeah. and you know that. I think that was the play that was last week's fumble. You know what? That's a good. That's a great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it basically, you know, you you play these one possession games; they all eventually kind of play out the same, but it just may be a different, you know, play that that kills it. You know, I think that was just like the momentum changer uh, because the defense had been on the field um, quite a bit. Um, you know, when when ODU started their drive at the nine fifteen mark. And uh, it got a first. They got a couple first downs, and uh, and we got off the field. You know, we got off the field because we got we went back to back sacks, right? Arnold mm-hmm. and Hopper, and it, you know, a second and five turned into a third and twenty one, and, and then punting back to us. And then, um, you know, we go tight end for nine yards. They take a timeout. <laughs> they take a timeout on second and one, and we come out of a timeout and uh, and fumble the ball off the snap. Um, the, those yeah, are the so, things where like, like the, your concentration has to be paramount at that point. Yeah. So and that, we're that's, not making that. That's the type of play we're not making. That is exactly right, man. You, you just put it perfectly. I mean, th- those are the, so this is the, the other thing that, you know, talking about the good old days, you go back and watch, and it's not like I go back and watch old games. I don't. But I promise you, if you go back and watch, like, let's just pick a game out from 2018 or 2015. It doesn't matter. And you're going to see plenty of mistakes. You're going to see plenty of drive-killing penalties. And you're, 
when I say plenty, like they exist. It's not perfect. We didn't score on every drive. You know, we didn't, you know, we didn't play some smooth, perfect, no one dropped the pass. I mean, that those happen in every game. But what you just said what was basically didn't have your ears pinned back and it's like, here's where, here's where when we execute, we win this game right here. Like, you know what I'm saying? So the moment with that that fumble. Yeah. The moment with that fumble. I, it it seems as though in the past everybody on that field's aware like extra heightened alert. We're taking care of that, that RPO. Yeah, so that RPO where Joe's trying to take the ball back from Kanye and, and fumbles it because everybody on the field in those championship years knew this is how we win. This is where the blood the blood's in the water right now. Even if they're playing a stinker of a game that maybe shouldn't be as close as it is, right? This is the moment where we we take over the game. Uh, those those mistakes didn't happen, really, as as much I should say, because they happened. But it does seem like those mistakes today are happening at a, at a clip that they're just not allowing us to win ball games. Because yeah. we had we had several moments in a game, and I'll, I'll even say this: I don't know I don't know what you think about this, but when they scored that touchdown, which I think we let them score that touchdown wisely, so let them get in the end zone. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, right. That was not – that was – the only difference between last week and this week was that they didn't fall down short of the goal line. <laughs> Correct. It, but when they did, I mean, you, I, uh, they let them in. But here, here's the deal. And this is this goes back to me, and I just think Joey played a really great game last night. Two back-to-back plays in the end zone to Dalton Stroman on single coverage, two times staring us again in the face to execute on tying the game. Just right there. Just uh, – I'm sorry? Right, yeah, you're right, you're right. It was right there. And something we haven't talked about yet in, in yeah. the first 26 minutes of being on this 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 pod this morning um, is is the reversal of that targeting. Yeah, oh yeah. It's yeah. as, as called, on, you know, that gets us closer, right? Yeah. You know, um, and that and that would be great. And that it was, it was highly necessary at that point. Like, we needed that. Um you know, would have been a huge difference. Um, yeah. Maybe would have run a different play. You know what I mean? It yeah. would have opened the it would open the middle of the field for us to like maybe even do like a catch and run like into the into the end zone. But we're basically uh, basically set on you know the plays that we had to run with Dalton, and those are from that distance. Um, that's that's you know that's really the you know from the twenty three yard line. It's that's the best that's the best chance you're going to get. You know. Um, that's, yeah. that's our, you know, you, if we need a 23 yard play and we need to finish in the end zone, the, the most you can hope for is like you to get a pass interference, um, or he comes down with the ball and, and Dalton, you know, I don't blame this on Dalton at all. I mean, he's a guy who has shown that he can make those plays. That's why those, that's why they throw it to him. Yeah. but the, um, I think it's just the, like that overturn of a target is kind of like the epitome of, of, yeah. of what's going on to what's going on with us right now it's just like why can't i mean this isn't like it was a bad break this wasn't like an iffy call this was two officials on the field <laughs> throwing a flag in live action and they reviewed it and said nah you know what that helmet the helmet contact wasn't forcible and intended <laughs> um it, it happened and I, don't, yeah. I don't believe he lowered his crown by, by any stretch but like if you see where where Caden was touched, you know, in the field of play and where he landed, there was a thrust. 
Uh, I just, I just don't understand um, how how that's reversed. Um, that in, there's not many plays where you see yeah. that reverse when it's unintentional like that, especially so, when it's called on the field. Yeah, when uh, I think because of those last two throws to Dalton in the corner were so good and so like catchable. I think I, I like forgot. No, not for. I mean, obviously, I didn't forget it. You, you know, but that that's something that I wasn't factoring in because yeah. the next two plays were like, holy smoke. Again, just amazing touch to to put it exactly where where Dalton could jump and catch it, and you know, he could have. But anyway, that's not the point. But yeah, that what you know. I'm a big you know refs throw too many flags and they're they're too harsh on targeting and all this stuff. But as soon as that was hit, they didn't even I didn't even see the flag yet. And of course, the NFL broadcast crew they're you know five minutes late to you know putting any sort of graphic up on the, on the screen. I told. I said out loud, I said, oh, man, that's got to be targeting. Because you even saw from that angle that it looked like, you know, Caden's head snapped back and that the dude was right. like coming in. And like, man, what are we? and then they showed the different angle. I thought, well, the kid's getting thrown out of the game. And, you know, we get 15 yards. It makes it a little easier. Um, and, that, and by the way, that 15 yards doesn't guarantee that we win or that we run a play no. that anybody catches. But, yeah, it, I, it'd be interesting to hear because – as bad as that broadcast was last night, it was funny to hear those two guys talk to each other like, yeah, so he'll sit out the next, he'll sit out the first quarter of the next game. That's pretty blatant, blah, blah, blah. And then they come back and say, ah, that's not targeting. <laughs> the guys at the booth are like, huh? What? And that was a very pro ODU. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly, you know, uh, I, I think when you speak to the broadcast, like there were some bad camera angles. There was, you know, you know some people were getting used to that. There were some plays we didn't see. Yeah. Uh, and that's certainly one thing, but I, I, I thought they were very uh, partisan, you know, in, in announcing the game. And we, you knew they were an ODU crew. That's just the way it works. Yeah. I mean, you get David Jackson, Avery Hall, you know, you, you know what you're going to get. Right. Yeah. Um, but those are professionals. They've done it for a very, very, very long time. Um, <laughs> but I thought that, yeah, I thought many times they're like, you know, if, 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 if even the analyst was criticizing a play that, um, one of their one of their guys, I mean, it's like, look, you got to You got you can't set up that way. You can't you can't do this. You can't do that. That's how you're going to get beat and stuff. So I thought they did a good job of like putting their biases aside and um, you know, explaining things that um should be explained in the way that they were. Um, yeah, but, the, yeah. The when they part, came back and they were like, oh my, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the worst part of that night was the the camera work and yeah, you know, you'd, correct. They'd be zooming in on on somebody in the sideline or showing a clip and then. Anyway, and then the down—you never knew what down it was either. You know that was no, I never did. I had kind of <laughs> guess. It's like I think they need to get to the thirty-six there. I think couldn't then, couldn't look away. You know, and yeah. you'd, you'd be lost for three or four plays. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, so yeah, another another loss. It is. It is. You know, this isn't a uh, preview episode. You know, this isn't you know what we usually do on Tuesdays. But man, this schedule remains hard. It remains. Difficult. I mean, we got Southern Miss coming up. Southern Miss is not good, but man, we we got we got some games in front of us that of teams that are good, and our November looks absolutely brutal. So, I think you know, uh, I, I still think there's a lot of these games are winnable. You know, um, I, I you know I don't think there's a game that you know, and I think people will say this. They're like, and I've heard it. God, I've heard it so much. Man, JMU is going to stomp us. Like, I'm tired of hearing that. Like. Uh, if you if you watch JMU struck with a Marshall team that couldn't get out of their own way on on Thursday night, I mean they put them away and yeah they're seven and zero or whatever. But I mean I, I think there's there's winnable games. It's just 
what side of that coin is it going? Are we going to fall on in the fourth quarter? That, that's well, so, what, it, what it comes down to. All right, so let me let me just be really crystal clear. I think they're all winnable. Yeah, I won all those games. Um, I have no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. If if you went up to me and like, hey man, do you really think we're going to beat Georgia? Southern? Hey, do you really think we're going to beat Mark? Do you really think? I think that every one of those games, this Appalachian State team can win those games. I really do. But that doesn't mean that those games aren't hard. And that that's my that's my yeah, point that. is is this isn't ECU. <laughs> by the way, by the way, I watched. By the way, it can always get worse, people. <laughs> so, I so I have uh, I have really good friends that went to Charlotte. I have a really good friend that played at Charlotte, and I have a friends that you know big ECU fans. And so, like, I had like you know a little bit of an interest is just seeing that that first quarter. When I say that's bad football, man, that that's like doing bad football. Like, in a, I, I went to a five through seven year old pee wee football game that morning for some friends of ours. That little, their son played, and they asked us to come watch. That looked kind of looked like ECU Charlotte a little bit, like a little bit. Um, those are two really bad teams. ECU's not good. Coach Houston. Um, I think got bit by that that portal bug where he kept a quarterback around and and didn't find a good one to re- replace him. Uh, but anyway, that's this isn't the ECU game podcast or whatever. Just we played them. That's what I'm trying to say. We're not playing another team like ECU again. It's just it's it's hard. We get we get Southern Miss, which is just unequivocally not as good as the rest of our remaining schedule. But right. I think this Appalachia team, and, and this is the one thing I want to say, even though. You know, three and four, not putting games away. You know, maybe not, not a not controlling the line of scrimmage on offense like we're used to seeing, or that maybe are is required to to win ball games in this division. Even all that stuff, even all that stuff. I I I really love I really love this team. I really love what uh, what they're working towards, and I support them. And I support them. And if any of the any of the players or whoever were listening to this, I'm going to be there on, what is it, October 28th? Is it the 28th? Is we're going to be there. Uh, 28th, 29th, or whatever, whatever that whatever that Ole Miss, uh, not Ole Miss, what am I trying to say? Southern Miss. Ugh. Southern Miss, 28th. Marshall, Georgia, yeah, 28th. I'm going to be there. Isn't There's nothing going to stop me from being there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be loud. I'm going to support. We're going to be doing these shows. We're going to be pulling for this program and these players to get over the hump because – there's there is like Darrington said last night. There's no greater feeling that in having confidence that your team knows how to put games away, and knows how to win. And you know, I think there's so many guys on that roster that they're just they're close. But you know, seven games in, you know, continuing to play these tight games, not put them away. It's um, it's a lesson to be learned. So, but it's tough. It's yeah, tough. it's not, it's, ain't, it's ain't easy for anybody. Um, yeah. A lot of people searching right right now, right? I mean, yeah. uh, I'm sure there was a lot of people last night who turned the game off and just kind of sat still and and just and just daydreamed and just wondered, you know, what, what we did. <laughs> I sat in the dark for like an hour. Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> um, if not longer, if not longer, just trying to figure it out. Yeah, you know, it's tough. And that's yeah, it's a long bus ride home. You know, it's a long bus ride Very home. Long. Very long, you know, riding from from the Atlantic Ocean back to the mountain. Um, 
But yeah, love App State. Love the App State athletics program. Love the App State football program. Just it, it stings to have games like this, but that's that's about all we got. That's about all I let's put it this way. That's all I got this week. Um until we're back at it. We're back at it again on Tuesday. You know, it'll, it'll 24 be hour rule, right? Yeah. It's 24 yeah. hour rule. 24 hour rule. Okay, folks. So, um, again, want to thank James Milner and Appalachian commercial real estate for sponsoring this episode and, and our post game episodes. Again, you can call or text James Milner with any commercial real estate needs in the state of North Carolina, 828-719-0408. And until our, preview episode of the Southern Mist game this upcoming weekend. Go Apps.